everybody, welcome to the Romper T Show. Today we're going to talk about all sorts of things like Fangoria's return, uh, James Gunn going to DC, we're going to show the Pet Cemetery trailer and talk about that a little bit, but first, I hate to do this to you, but I have to get a little political. And I know you're thinking to yourself, everybody's getting political, Ron, just shut the hell up and let us do our thing and try to come and, and not have to deal with it. Well, when you're privileged and white, and something bad happens to you, and you claim to be discriminated against, it better be damn good. It better be It better be something horrendous. But with this instance, it's not. It's, it's these, these GOP volunteers who were dumped at a gas station by an Uber driver who said, driving away, welcome to the resistance. Okay, well, let's, let's, hear, let's hear what these, these idiots have to say. Let's start. This is an interview um, with uh, American Un- America Uncensored with Stephanie Hamill. And let's get this audio playing here. I'm going to turn this up. This is the very last minute I have had the clip set up, so uh, let's let's do this. About halfway through the trip, um, our driver said he needed to stop and get gas, and then he, you know, quickly turned off and stopped the car and said, "Your ride has been terminated, and you've reached your destination, and I have the right to deny you service." And so we were all shocked, and we politely got out of the vehicle and just, you know, said, bye, have a good night. And then he drove off and said, welcome to the resistance. Yeah, and Chris, what was your reaction when the driver said, welcome to the resistance? I mean, what was running through your mind? You're the only man in this vehicle. You're with all women. And, you know, fortunately, you were there. Not that women can't protect themselves. Sure. But I could just imagine being out with uh, one of my conservative girlfriends in an Uber, being dumped at a gas station like a dog by yourself in the middle of the night. This happened at like 10 p.m., correct? 10 p.m., for the record, folks, is not the middle of the night. The night has not begun yet. The clubs are still filling up. People haven't even gone out yet. 10 o'clock is not the middle of the night. 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, that's the middle of the night. Buses are still running at 10 o'clock at night. So keep that in mind. And so, I mean, this is a seat that you don't live in. Um, and so, I mean, what was running through your mind? Well, first of all, where are we? What's going on? Uh, I was a little dumbfounded by the, the reaction that he had and, quite frankly, a little concerned about this is how he was going to treat a bunch of uh, patrons. And the, the reason that we... If you head over to patreon.com forward slash Ron Pertee, I don't treat my patrons like this. We're sitting in this gas station now, unsure of where we were, and quite frankly, not really that safe because we were just at a random gas station off the, off the interstate, was um, something that I immediately was worried about. Where we, how are we getting to where we're going and what, what's the next step? Um, so right after that, uh, we ordered another vehicle, got downtown, and I sent off a tweet to Uber saying, is this how you treat um, your patrons? And clearly, from their response, um, it is. Yeah. And that's terrible. And clearly there are two sides to the story. Maybe the driver, but believe, told Uber or had complained about you guys saying that there was inappropriate language or something that offended the driver. So at any point, do you think that there was a part of your conversation that could be taken as an offense? To- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe talking about being a member of the GOP is offensive enough at this point. Somebody that was listening in? 
Yeah, so it was from my account, and I did receive an email the next day stating that the ride was terminated because we made the driver feel uncomfortable. However, I did review all of the Uber policies again, and there was nothing said in our conversation that would warrant a termination of the ride, including any abusive or inappropriate gestures in language. So I do feel like this was a violation of our First Amendment rights. And I know every... Okay, you're... <sighs> if a baker is not allowed or is allowed to not bake a cake for a gay couple's wedding. An Uber driver has every right to tell you to get the stepping out of their car. It has nothing to do with your First Amendment right. But you also have to remember what they said might not seem offensive to them, but it was offensive to the Uber driver. So, I mean, you, you're, they're just going by their st side of the story because obviously this is a conservative talk show. But let's get into the great stuff here. This is the this is the best part here. State has different laws, but you know I do feel discriminated as a conservative, and you know I would expect Uber to take the appropriate steps and action on this. And you know if not, there's other ride sharing apps available that we would be more interested in. You know spending our hard earned money on, but. Everyone in the car was very uncomfortable, and like Chris pointed out, you know, if we get abandoned, you know, anywhere on the ride, in a place that we're not familiar with, at 10 p.m. at night, uh, when we were expecting a fun night out, and our night just completely went in opposite direction, and, you know, we're dressed up nicely, and, you know, it's not a big city where there's... God forbid, you're dressed up nicely, and you have to wait for another car. Uber on every corner. In fact, we could have been stuck at that random gas station for, you know, up to 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Stuck at a random gas station for 20, 30 minutes. It's 10 o'clock on a night out. The gas station's probably open. So go inside the gas station. You know, call a cab. If you don't trust Uber, use a Lyft. But the fact that you had to wait for half an hour at a gas station off the interstate. And I mean, let's be honest now, most gas stations off the interstate are either a speedway or a quick trip at this point. And they're open 24 hours. And they're not horrible places to be. I mean, maybe for you. But the fact that you're calling that discrimination when there have been four, five hundred years of discrimination against black people... Remember this thing called slavery, or is that something that uh, you're listening to Kanye and it never existed? I just don't get you people. I don't get it. But now we're going to stop with the bull bullshit, and we're going to talk about uh, my phone ringing in the other room, which I'm not going to answer. Uh, and we're just going to let it ring. Just going to let it ring. Uh... But I'm going to uh, talk about now Fangoria being back. Remember Fangoria? It's uh, it's this magazine right here. I got a copy, and it just came out. And it's it used to be real thin, and now it's real thick. And it only comes out, uh, I want to say, four times a year. Uh, but this is way better than the old Fangoria. 
Uh, I mean, even in the back here, there's a story from Chuck Palahniuk, right? See his name right there? No, no, not Eli Roth, right there. Uh, in the back, which is totally cool. You're getting it, you know, in, in addition to everything else that you get inside here. Um, there's an article by uh, Barbara Crampton, for crying out loud. Uh, just and, and There's animated stuff, and there's stuff about uh, special effects. There's a big story in here about uh, the return of... Uh, um, Halloween. I mean, it's just it's just amazing, and and the the, the pages are super thick, like uh, like that. So that's kind of very cool. I'm very much digging this. And on the back, I mean, giving this away if you're a horror fan and you're not on Shutter. First off, what's wrong with you? Uh, you can watch, you get one month free of Shutter if you use the code Fangoria. So I'm giving that away since I already get Shutter because I like Shutter. Uh, but there's a big old, uh, uh, they call, they're calling this Halloween a requel, I guess. Um, and I'm not going to get into uh, how Fox News said Jamie Lee Curtis is a hypocrite because she's anti, uh, she's, she's pro-gun control, but yet she uh, shoots a gun in Halloween because fantasy isn't a real thing. So that's that's that. Uh, so now we're going to move on from Fangoria, and I think you should all check it out. Uh, I think if you go to Fangoria.com, you can still get a subscription. It's like 60 bucks for the year, but you get these big, thick issues, and you get four of them a year. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, so let's get into something else. Let's get into the Pet Cemetery uh, trailer here. I was uh, apprehensive about them remaking this film, but I, I like the original, but it's not like a favorite of mine. It's just there, kind of. Um, but let's take a look at the new trailer and see what uh, what we got going on here. Shall we? Shall we, kids? All right, let's watch this. Sometimes dead is better. So many trees. It's beautiful, right? It's definitely not Boston. Here we go. Okay, so okay. what do you think? Wow, this whole place so is ours. The atmosphere is I can go and throw in a forest as a new backyard. That was an effective jump scare, kids. When a jump scare is effective it, and, and it works, it, it, it did its job. It was a myth. Kids used to dare each other going to go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. They feared it. These Stephen King adaptations are getting really good. Those woods. Alright, it's no Herman Monster, but John Lithgow to something else. The ground is bad. Maybe just some crazy folk tale. But there is something up in those woods. There's something that brings things back. Sometimes dead is better. 
Okay, I won't lie. I really like that trailer. I'm looking forward to seeing this film. Like I said, Stephen King's adaptations are getting way, way better now. Uh, Gerald's Game, 1921. I haven't seen 1921 yet, but when Mike Patton does the soundtrack for it, uh, I'm kind of uh, Thunderbirds go on that. So I definitely want to check that out. Um, but Gerald's Game, who boy, the, the handcuff thing was way too much. Way too much. But it, it was a real kind of visceral experience. And I really uh, got... I don't get creeped out by much. But I got I got creeped out pretty hardcore by um, the handcuff scene in, in Gerald's game. It was pretty, it was pretty messed up. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I definitely highly suggest that you um, check it out. Um, it's on Netflix, like a lot of stuff. And plus, the same guy who did Gerald's Game is also doing the um, uh, Doctor Sleep adaptation, the sequel to The Shining. So that's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that because, uh, oh God, what is his name? I, I gotta look it up now. But, um, it's, uh, yeah, Gerald, there, Gerald, wow, came right up. That's not creepy. My producer just stared at me like I'm an idiot. Uh, Mike Flanagan uh, directed Gerald's Game, and he's going to be directing the... What was, oh, he did uh, Hush, if I remember correctly. So a lot of King adaptations are really getting a good, uh, a good pushing forward. And it's definitely something that you should be checking out if you're into horror. Um, again, these are all suggestions by me. They're all my recommendations. Um, so please uh, take them for what they're worth. Uh, before we get into James Gunn talk, I'll, real quick, I want to ask everybody if you'd please, if you're in the Twitch chat or in ch near Twitch or whatever, please hit that follow button uh, if you like what you're seeing and hearing and so forth. And um, it would really help out the program, get some, some ears and eyes on it. And uh, it would mean the world to me. I, I would all, you would all be my best friends in the whole planet world. Also, not only can you ca catch up with me on social media here at Real Romper T on Twitter and Instagram, and the Romper T Show on Facebook, where I'm also streaming, not only just on Twitch. But if you are an audio podcast type person, and that's your bag, then you can head over to Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I think tune in. Um, all sorts of places. You can just search for the Romper T Show and the episodes will be there. Uh, there's not all 176 episodes, but there are a good hunk of them. Uh, there were some issues with where I was hosting before and it would take a lot to go through and get everything else up. So, um, maybe at some point I'll start doing that for patrons. I'll start uploading old episodes, um, because they're not on the, uh, on the stream anymore. So, uh, let's talk about James Gunn for a second. I'm a big fan of James Gunn. Uh, I was I've been a fan since Tromeo and Juliet back in the trauma days, um, and that movie is twisted. So Marvel knew what they were getting into when they hired him. Uh, he used to work for Trauma. The guy made some jokes. Bad taste, sure, but they were jokes. That's all they were, and for him to lose his job, and then have all this crap going on because of his political affiliation. It wasn't cool. 
So that's why when I heard the news that he's going to be scripting the new Suicide Squad movie, I was elated. Because Warner Brothers could do worse than to have him also direct. Um, I mean, look what he did for Guardians, who were D-list characters. And having him man villains. So they're, you know, altruistically bad guys. That kind of, I don't know, seems like something that would be more up his alley because it's a... And plus, Warner Brothers isn't a family company like like Disney is, you know. So they would be... And I'm hoping they would give him some free reign. Not complete and total free reign, obviously, because it's Warner Brothers. But just give him enough to go out there and do something that will get people into the uh, cinemas. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to go just because he's involved. I'm Myself, I'm one. So I'm definitely uh, pro him getting the directing job too. Um, and this is also kind of like a big message to Marvel that, hey, you y'all done screwed up. Y'all done screwed up big. You know, and that is something that they need to uh, realize. That you screwed up, kids. Screwed up hard. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and uh, that's pretty much the show for, for today. Uh, I'm trying to keep the show. I may be doing them Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock Central, 2 o'clock Eastern. But I'm going to keep them to like less than a half an hour. Because people don't have a lot of time. And I don't want to take up their time. I want them to um, enjoy life. Because we only have one. And if things don't happen... Quickly, we'll only have about 11 years left before we have to live in the sewers and wear gas masks. So how's that? Hey, how's that? So don't forget to follow me on social media at RealRomperT on Twitter and Instagram, uh, The RomperT Show over at Facebook. And uh, don't forget to head over to RomperT.live if you're on Facebook and watch the show on Twitch, maybe throw a follow. Um, do the same thing over on the Facebook. You can watch it uh, right now. I don't even know if anybody's over in the Facebook chat, but you know what? Like I said, I am, I am, uh, doing this because I do it because I love it. That's all there is to it. So yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and, uh, listen to me ramble. Um, again, the show is up on iTunes later this evening, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So be sure to tune in there and listen and, uh, we'll I'll, I'll find out on social media. I think I'll be back tomorrow at two o'clock Eastern. Uh, we'll have some more fun with more crap that's going on. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for student thing. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.